Hello and welcome to Stoner Chicks Podcast, the podcast for stoners by Stoner Chicks. One right here is Phoebe Richards. Oh, and the and I, I'm Kayla Teal. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Stephanie Thompson. Fun fact, I ate 10 donut holes last night. Oh. Yeah. 12. No, I ate 12. I ate a oh, dozen. Oh, should have gone for a baker's dozen. As you might have figured out, listeners, we have no Grace Penzel this week. We're Grace-less. Grace-less not- in Seattle. <laughs> and here we are, everyone. It's episode 154, and we're doing it. Oh, happy <laughs> 154. Yeah. <laughs> oh. What's everyone smoking? I'm smoking my iSpire vape that we got at the Mogu Magu party. And I'm the strain I have in here is Purple Push Pop by Ooh. Bloom. It's a lovely hybrid. And my, the, the vape itself is decorated with this like custom Mogu Magu like sticker die cuts. Super cool. I also ha- own one of those because I got it at that same party. It is not what I'm smoking in the moment, which we'll get to in one second. But I have been enjoying it as like a carry it around in my pocket and hit it throughout the day. What I'm about to smoke right now (laughs) is I'm going to light up this joint that my boyfriend rolled to me. But I know what it is this time. It is a strain called Lollipops, which is a mix of red velvet runts and lemon cherry gelato. Doesn't that sound delicious? And it's mainly karyophyllene linalol and limonene yeah mm-hmm. did i say those okay that's no, the terpenes you, you, <laughs> you pronounced one out of three correct <laughs> yeah. yay it's like a what a c minus wow so much support well i'm about to light up this baby because you know what the terpenes work just as well whether or not i pronounce them right <laughs> what about you Steph I am still smoking that fish sitting weed the Gandalf what was it called the Gandalfs the groovy Gandalf I forget I thought it was like a Gandalf Kush or a Gandalf OG one of those I think it was something like that something Ooh. like that the person I'm fish sitting just called me today who needs more fish sitting that's some good easy money so that I'm does excited. seem like if I can be so bold as to say the, almost the easiest money you can make. Yeah. <laughs> Unless something goes wrong, then it's the right. hardest money. Um, This lollipops tastes fucking great. Really? Oh, what does it taste like? Very clean. 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 And it has like a nice little sweetness at the end. It's almost like the tiniest bit. I was going to say lemony, but I'd say maybe it's that raspberry. Ooh. Was that lemon cherry gelato what we were smoking while you were in L.A.? I think so. But all the little fruit sugary names start blending. <laughs> I know. Wait, Steph, what kind of fish you sitting? <laughs> <laughs> There's three tanks. Two Jesus. are, yeah, well, one's, a, they're, well, beta fish can't really be with, so it's two beta fish. They each have their own tank. And then he just has a tank of snails. And I don't really have to do anything with the snails. Wow. So it's not snail weed. No, it's not it's not snail weed. It's pretty it's pretty straightforward. But he does very he has live plants. He does really great aquascaping. He takes really good care of his fish. They're they look very happy. Oh good. As much as a fish can look happy. <laughs> I like a happy looking fish. 
I like that you said that they have tanks because that means they have a lot of space. That's nice. They have a lot of space. There's, it's not just standing water. When there's a filter, there's an aerator, there's, they have, he has the whole freaking thing. I had a lot of fish growing up. <laughs> I had some. Let's, here's a shout out to all the fish owners out there. Shout <laughs> yeah, out. Send us, send pics of your fish to stonerchickspodcast at gmail.com. I really would love to see them. My I would, has a, I'm a big fish fan. Is one of them named Bong? <laughs> that was a callback. Well, I'm starting a fish sitting business. So if you want to <laughs> uh, need me to come by and feed your fish while you're on vacation, I will do so. It works for weed. A nominal fee or weed. <laughs> That's a wild thing to think about. Oh, it is wild. And you know what else is wild to think about? Thoughts? That are high. <laughs> <laughs> My thoughts got high today. <laughs> This is another high thought. I think we've had maybe one or two from Kayla before, but when I I see them as they come and if it's a good one, I'll take it. So I think this is a good one. You snatch it up with your little fishing net. (laughs) All right. (laughs) I just had my Saturday wake and bake and I'm sitting here thinking, is Godzilla a lizard or a subspecies of lizard? My partner says he's his own species in the reptile category and that the reptile is a subspecies of lizard, but I still think he is just a giant lizard. And if lizard is his own subspecies and there's multiple kinds of lizards, why couldn't he be a lizard of the Godzilla kind? I'm so sorry this was so long and I hope you're having a wonderful day. <laughs> I think I followed all of that. I also think he it, it's like Godzilla's He's the only one, right? There's not like he doesn't have a mom Godzilla out there somewhere. Where did he come from? Oh, my God. I do have a feeling maybe there's some answers out there that have been told in movies about this. Because there is a lot of them. I do think he's the only one, but there is a bunch of other similar species. Like there's Mothra. Isn't that the name of the other one? There's like different but is that in a guys different that world? fight each other. I think they fight each other in the different movies. Oh. I was thinking scientifically in the classification of animals. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Keela's partner got it flipped. Lizard is a subspecies of reptile, not the other way around. Reptiles mm-hmm. include snakes, crocodiles, alligators, lizards, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I think Turtles. they come from the center of the earth, but I could be wrong. So maybe they're related to crab people. That's probably it. Where did you go from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? from Godzilla. (laughs) 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 I heard the new Godzilla movie was really good, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, it even has an Oscar nom. Oh, wow. Zilla minus one? No, I don't think that's right. (laughs) But I don't. I also don't think I'm completely off. (laughs) No, you're you're close. And I've also heard great things about that movie. I want to see it. Thanks, Kayla. (laughs) The answer is, oh. (laughs) It's the lizard of God. Well, or I always kind of imagine those big monsters coming from either another dimension or another world, like an alien sort of situation. So I don't even know if they're earthly creatures. So Godzilla got in his giant flying saucer <laughs> and he came down to Earth. Or 
Was he maybe he had a dimensional? Mm-hmm. He could be interdimensional and just be from fucking outer space. You're right. Or maybe he can just transport with his mind. There's a name for that. With uh, telekinesis, little no. mind. No, telekinesis. Like, where you? Oh my gosh. I sound dumb right now. Let's move on. <laughs> Zilla <laughs> minus <Yeah>. one. <laughs> where did you come from? Where to go? Godzilla, where did you come from? <laughs> <laughs> I'm chopping at the bit over here because. Yeah, get us out of this. I'm jumping at the bit because I am doing a steal your seg and I'm stealing Grace's seg while she's not even here. It's time for Stoner of the Week. Stoner of the Week! Oh my God, it's so fun to have researched a Stoner of the Week and you guys have no idea who it is. No idea. Spill it, spill it. You're going to be excited about this. And I've been talking about this person a lot lately, so it won't come as too big of a surprise. But our stoner of the week is the legendary Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, boy. Kayla has been talking about Whoopi a lot recently. (laughs) Isn't Whoopi (laughs) one of the only people to have got an EGOT? Oh, yeah, she is. And I've been talking about Whoopi recently because (laughs) I have I realized recently I have a big fat crush on Whoopi Goldberg. (laughs) I love that fact about you. Yeah, I'm a big View fan. I started watching The View again when I, I'm like 2020 and it hasn't stopped. So for like three years now, I've been watching that show and that show would be nothing without Whoopi Goldberg, who's been on there since 2007, I found out in my research, wow. which is a long, How long, long has way Joy been on? Has Joy been on the entire time? I, yes, I think she was wow. in the original cast and which was late 80s, early 90s. I don't remember nope. when The no, View started. Late eighties, yeah, it, it was like closer to the aughts, right? Anyway, this is probably getting in the weeds of Whoopi. I don't. <laughs> okay, and Whoopi Goldberg is, in fact, a stoner chick, born Karen Elaine Johnson on November 13, nineteen fifty-five, in New York City. She's a multifaceted entertainer known for her work as an actress, comedian, author, and television personality. She has achieved the rare EGOT status, having Mm -hmm. won an Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony, and was also the first Black American to have won all four. Goldberg's career began on stage with her one-woman show that was called Spook Show, which led to her Broadway debut and a Grammy Award for Best Comedy Album. I knew she won a Grammy for Best Comedy Album, but I didn't know it was for a one-woman show on Broadway. That was kind of a cool fact. Have either of you heard that show? No, mm-hmm. I have not. Have not. I got Whoopi came into my life in like the early 90s with like movies like Jumping Jack Flash mm-hmm. and Sister Act and some of those films. That's when she became on my radar as a young person. And I was like, who is that? They're funny. They're awesome. And I've been following Whoopi since. Yes. So in addition to those movies, you just mentioned her. Her big breakout role was in The Color Purple in 1985. Mm-hmm. And she's also done some animated characters. Like she was one of the hyenas in The Lion King. Mm-hmm. She was in Toy Story 3, which I honestly don't remember who she was in Toy Story 3. But she was in Star Trek, The Next Generation. Mm-hmm. Mm, I remember that. And then she started on The View, which is what she won an Emmy for. And she has also been involved in various charitable causes, including efforts against poverty, homelessness, and HIV and AIDS. Her career extends to producing projects for television and stage, and she's been recognized 
with a Mark Twain prize for American humor and named a Disney legend, which I have no idea what that means. Wow. (laughs) Because of voicing the hyena? I don't know. I don't know what a Disney legend is. Is it like the Disney Hall of Fame? I bet that's what it is. (laughs) But I've way fast forward and then I'll kind of go backwards. But she owned a cannabis company. Oh, wow. She owned a cannabis company called Whoopi and Maya, where she made edibles designed specifically to treat menstrual cramps. Love that. That's fast forwarding way a lot, but I'm going to rewind to the first times she kind of came up in media or pop culture as being a stoner chick. Mm -hmm. So she said in an interview that she was high when she won her Oscar. (laughs) And (laughs) amazing. at first I was like, where's the source for this? And I actually did find a TM, I hate them, but a TMZ clip of her talking about being high at the Oscars. So she won Best Supporting Actress at the Oscars for her role as Oda Mae Brown in Ghost, which is a 1990 movie. And then she won the Oscar in 91. So first, I'm just going to show you a video of her talking about accepting her Oscars speech. I learned a great lesson now. Never smoke pot. Before there's a possibility of having to talk to a hundred million people. Hey, look, it's Whoopi Goldberg. Okay. Oh, God, I hate <laughs> sorry, that. Sorry, sorry. Sorry. TMZ. Sorry. Hey, look. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> you know what? Now that I'm watching that video, it looks like she might not know she, or like not be realizing she's being filmed or remembering she's being filmed yeah. when she said this. But here, here's a video of her accepting her Oscar after Hi. smoking weed. And it's really cute. And here's that. Thanks. <sighs> Ever since I was a little kid, I've wanted this. You don't know. <laughs> My brother's sitting there. He says, thank God we don't have to listen to anymore. You can do it now. My mom's home. Everybody's watching. I have to thank the people at Paramount. I have to thank Jerry Zucker for taking the time he took before he decided to use me because it, it meant he was sure that it was for me. I had to thank Patrick Swayze, who's a stand-up guy, and went to them and said, I want to do it with her. I want to thank Demi. <laughs> I want to thank everybody who makes movies. I come from New York. I was a little kid, I lived in the projects. And you're the people I watched. You're the people wanted, made me want to be an actor. I'm so proud to be here. I'm proud to be an actor. And I'm going to keep on acting. And thank you so much. What I love about that is knowing that, obviously I wouldn't have known. She does a great job. But like watching her with assuming she's high, the way that she's like breathing so hard in that way, that feels a little <laughs> yes. like that thing where you're like trying to calm down and trying to breathe normal. And she's yeah. just like clutching that award and just sort of like stroking it. And so like <laughs> saying like, what do I do with my hands? I love it. <laughs> yeah, so cute. So yeah, she's just the best. And Phoebe, okay, side note, Phoebe and I were at a an antique store in LA <laughs> a couple weeks ago. We found one of our headshots. Yes. And I wish I bought it. Why the fuck didn't I buy it? But there was, was two. Just like, I bet if you go back, there's still one there. Okay. I was you like, what am I going to do with this? You think the go quick? 
<laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but I've, I've been having a crush on her because I was watching The View one day and just like it's something about how she's been wearing her hair lately and like she's been dressing kind of like just one day I was like, that is a bisexual outfit she's wearing. And I was like, is Whoopi Goldberg bisexual? And I Googled, is Whoopi Goldberg bisexual? And I deduced from the headlines and previews of the articles that she was. If you Google that right now, you will just look at it and you'll be like, oh, yeah, Whoopi Goldberg. But I looked deeper and I was wrong. So I just, for everyone who I told in the last two weeks that Whoopi Goldberg is bisexual. (laughs) You're wrong. She's not. And I'll get into that just for funsies. But okay, so the first time she actually talked about smoking weed in public was during the Michael Phelps controversy when he was filmed hitting a bong at his uh, party or at a party. And on The View, I think this is in 2008, maybe. On The View at the time was Barbara Walters, Elizabeth Hasselbeck, Joy, and oh, I forget who's in the middle there. But they're all kind of, or Elizabeth Hasselbeck is in particular, who is is behaving very anti-weed and is saying like, He's a piece of shit because he's a role model and for kids and all this stuff or whatever. And then this is what Whoopi says. I mean, I, you know, God help me, I'm going to make an admission and I hope you all are sitting down. <laughs> well, we know these. I, I, I mean, I have to say, you know, I have smoked weed. Yeah. I'm sorry. I have. Yeah. Second. You know, the guy is 22 and he is a kid. He's a big kid. And the the statement that he said, you know, listen, I did did something that was not the smartest thing I could have done. But God help us. You know, pot is one of those things that kids do try. And he's not he is not. He has not said, I want to do this. I, he's being him. He's being a kid. He made a mistake. Look, there's going to be a consequence. I think we need to see consequences. So anyway, yeah, that was Whoopi like before pot was legal. Mm-hmm. She was on national television was just like, hey, listen, like he's he's a human being like he's tried pot like she just came out and said, I smoke pot. And I just thought that was kind of fun to see her make that admission on primetime ABC during prohibition. <laughs> There needs to be consequences. <laughs> I know. Elizabeth Hasselbeck. She was annoying. Yeah. I mean, I loved her on Survivor. Do you remember that? I do. I do. <laughs> anyway, I'm getting off track. <laughs> so Whoopi Goldberg in 2014 wrote an article for the Cannabis website or column. Whoopi Goldberg, my vape pen and I, a love story. <laughs> and this is by Whoopi Goldberg, the cannabis staff. My vape pen and I maintain a mostly private relationship. Sure, I sometimes show my pen to a friend or share her with a close confidant, but mostly it's just she and I working through my pain. And her ability to help me live comfortably with glaucoma makes her one of the more important figures in my day-to-day. As I write my debut column for the cannabis, talking about this newly legal weed and admiring the state's that have had the foresight to legalize medical marijuana, I'm most tempted to extol the virtues of the vape pen. I didn't anticipate this first column to be such a love story, some sort of semi-romantic comedy, but it works and it's true. So here we go. My vape pen has changed my life. No, I'm not exaggerating. In (laughs) fact, her name is Sippy. 
Yes, she's a she. <laughs> and yes, I named her Sippy because I take tiny little sips. Sassy, sassy sips. sips even from her. <laughs> and with each sip comes relief from pressure, pain, stress, discomfort. Mm-hmm. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Oh. And then she, you should, I'm going to link this in the show notes because it's an amazing column. And she goes into like how she discovered like the, her vape pen, how her daughter kind of encouraged her and was giving her uh, different ways to vape weed. And eventually it stuck. And she says, I took a sip. It was beautiful. And my pen and I have been together ever since. I love my sippy. <laughs> it's, it's true. true. It's, it's such so a mom cute. way of saying it, too. I love it. Yes. And it's really poetic. Like, yeah, I would read the whole thing if I could. I wish that I there was like, I want to hear her voice reading this out yeah. loud. There needs to be an audiobook of this freaking column. I wonder if she has some audiobooks. I could, you could fall asleep to what be reading to you. Hell. <laughs> and even though I have zero chance of ever dating Whoopi <laughs> or being her friends with benefits, I... <laughs> well, let's unpack that, Kayla. Let's go to a smoke break and really think about that. Okay. And then when we come back, I, I'll tell you about the time Whoopi Goldberg said she was straight on a podcast. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> not the news Kayla wanted. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it was not. Welcome back from your smoke break stoners. It is I, Kayla Teal, and we are here talking about the Whoopi Goldberg. The one and only. And I'm sorry to still linger on my crush on Whoopi Goldberg, but (laughs) who also had a crush on Whoopi Goldberg while working with her at The View was Raven Simone. Oh, (gasps) Raven Simone had Whoopi on their podcast, which they host with wife Miranda Madej. And Raven started pressing Whoopi and was like, you give me lesbian vibes. Like I always kind of just like got like a vibe, a queer vibe from you. And their wife started teasing. I think she just wants everyone to be gay. And she's just really hoping you'll come out right here, right now. (laughs) And then (laughs) Whoopi said, Women have been asking me this for as long as I've been around. I'm not mm-hmm. a lesbian. She also added that she's played them on television, but it does not reflect her personal life. And Whoopi has, in fact, been married to three different men from 1973 to 1979. She was married to drug counselor Alvin Martin, who was from England. She oh. later married Dutch cinematographer and director David Clayson in 1986 and then divorced two years later. And then she got married to actor Lyle Trachtenberg. Any relation to Heidi Trachtenberg? Of, I think her name's Heidi. She played Harriet the Spy. Anyway. Michelle. (laughs) Michelle Trachtenberg. (laughs) Heidi? Who's Heidi? (laughs) So she married Lyle Trachtenberg in 1994 and then split the following year. And then last year on The View, she was talking about marriage and she said, I always knew, I always thought, you didn't want to do this and you knew you didn't want to do it and you did it anyway. So just shut up and move on. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) She added, I kept doing what everyone was saying I was supposed to do. And then I was like, this is getting expensive and boring. 
(laughs) (laughs) She kind of talks about not wanting a partner, kind of similarly to like how Eartha Kitt was talking about that in the last Stone of the Week. So that's pretty funny. I have a lot of respect for people, especially women who go, you know what? Marriage doesn't work for me, isn't for me, and I'm not going to do it no more. And that's kind of my, I was engaged once. That was the closest thing I ever got to marriage. And I will never be, well, I'm never saying never, but at this point in my life, that's, marriage is not in the future for me. And I'm happy with that decision. So I love hearing like celebrities saying the same thing. Right. For me, like marriage has never been a aspiration of mine, or I I shouldn't say never. I would say in the past, probably like 10 years, 10, six, seven, ten, six, seven, (laughs) somewhere in that range, somewhere in the 10, six, seven range. (laughs) I had a life event in 2016 that made me think I probably don't want to do that ever, but I never say never. I just, it's not an aspiration. Yeah. Yeah, Well, I'm divorced and I'd say currently and pretty much my whole life. And before I got married, it was not a thing that was at all aspirational to me. I didn't ever think about or have a strong opinion on. And then here I am divorced. So (laughs) I'm not saying they're correlated. I feel like it's not that those aren't the words I would use at all. But a weird way I do relate to this, like I knew I didn't want to do it. But I was doing it. (laughs) And honestly, I could see me making that mistake again. We'll find out. (laughs) Stay tuned. (laughs) Well, there's so many things like that in our society that are like kind of like a default or a given or like a here. This is what you're supposed to do. And so often so many people's kind of life trajectory is spending so much time and energy unwinding that in your brain because it doesn't work for you. And it takes a long time Mm -hmm. to figure out. I, I remember relate. being on Pinterest when I was engaged, being on Pinterest, looking at like wedding ideas and like what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And I was like, none of this, none of this looks appealing to me. And it's expensive. So mm-hmm. it's like, why am I doing this? So expensive. Yeah, I also know me and I, because even though I'm married, I had a very chill wedding. Kayla was at it. It wasn't really a wedding. Went to the courthouse. The thing with a wedding that I know, because I know me, is I would just be so anxious. Like having one day be that big of a deal just makes me yeah. feel anxious. Too many things could go wrong. Yeah. What if I get diarrhea? I just... <laughs> <laughs> what if I get diarrhea? Yeah, those are valid, that's a valid questions. You get diarrhea and then you're 30 grand in the hole. You don't, can't even have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I love it. Eat bad oysters at the rehearsal dinner. Now you're screwed. Right. As you say, I do. that's just one of the things that can go wrong you could there could be four feet of snow that day you're in the whole 30 50 100 grand i don't know i don't know yeah someone could one of someone really close you could just get really drunk and be a total ass and then you're just crying because you're like how could they do this on my special day (laughs) (laughs) yeah these are the worst things that can happen to you at your wedding (laughs) (laughs) diarrhea snow Drunk family member. The three knows. That's why I'm never getting married. <laughs> okay, so back to Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> she spoke to Forbes in an article titled, and I think this was like 2019, maybe. So fast forward a few more years. Whoopi Goldberg talks cannabis. I think it's worth trying by Javier Hase. 
She said, I've spent the better part of my life standing up for issues that were important to me, said actress, comedian, singer, writer, and entrepreneur, Wolpe Goldberg. In an op-ed about cannabis she wrote in 2018, her latest cause, she explained, was helping women gain easy access to the therapeutic qualities of the marijuana plant. This is a well-being issue, Goldberg argued, marking the difference between sheer recreation and actual medical medicinal need between smoking weed in an old-fashioned joint format and consuming cannabis in ways that are not detrimental to one's lungs. This comprehension and latter distinction were crucial to the award-winning performer's decision to get into the cannabis industry, starting a business focused on women's comfort and especially on treating menstrual aches. I asked a friend in the cannabis industry if anyone was doing marijuana for menstrual cramps, and when he said no, I knew someone had to. And that may as well be us, Goldberg told me during a recent conversation. We started working on a business plan and looking for product developers, which led us to Maya Elizabeth, who she started her company. The company is not still running. I think they were A, having a hard time navigating the cannabis industry, which Mm -hmm. a lot of people do, even Whoopi Goldberg. (laughs) And eventually her and her business partner had a disagreement and they just decided Mm -hmm. to scrap it. But For a few years, she was like being really outspoken about how much weed can help menstrual cramps and how if it's a medicine that helps with certain things like that, with anything that's on a list of ailments that can get you a medical card, depending where you live, she just thought it was wrong and thought it was, like she said, a wellness issue or a well-being issue, she said. On like kind of a tangent from that, I do believe that a lot of women's health, women pain, women's things that... Experiences. Uh, experiences. I'm going off, but yes. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> but in the medical world, like menstrual pain is to seem like, oh, that's you just deal with it. This is something you deal with because it's natural or whatever. You're just supposed to experience it mm-hmm. and you don't do anything about it. Like you're being, you're complaining too much or whatever. If you voice like, hey, this is affecting my life once a month, I wish people, it was more acceptable to approach cannabis in a way that when women go, this helps me once a month, 12 times a year, it should be more acceptable instead of like this, you know, trying to step around these topics. Yeah, clearly they should just take a bunch of ibuprofen and thin their blood. Come on, ladies. <laughs> thin your blood, ladies. Come on. Come on. <laughs> what, do you, what do you need all that thick blood for? Ew. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> So I'm guessing this is an issue close to Whoopi yeah. if if she decided to dedicate a lot of her time and money to this for, for so long. So I think that she has said in interviews and stuff that like when she discovered cannabis and discovered that it was helping her with, with various things, she was kind of like, great, great, found a good thing. And kind of in her tone with like on The View and stuff when she was kind of slowly coming out as a stoner, she's always been in support of people using it medicinally and defended people using it recreationally. Doesn't think that their lives should, never thought that anyone's lives should be ruined for smoking pot, which anyone who has smoked pot would agree. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And also mentioned that it helps her somehow with her glaucoma, which is eye disease that causes vision loss and blindness. And I don't know how much that affects her, but she has said that weed has helped her managing symptoms with that as well. Awesome. Yeah. I didn't really know that Whoopi was a stoner chick until we were watching for stoner movie TV book club, Survival of the Thickest. 
And a character just had a throwaway line about Whoopi Goldberg being high on the view. She's like, well, Whoopi Goldberg can smoke weed on the view. I, <laughs> I can blink or something. And I was like, wait, what? Is Whoopi Goldberg so sweet? And when I started researching this, like not only did she smoke weed, she had her own cannabis company. She's been like an outspoken person for women and weed. And I just fucking love her. That's Whoopi Goldberg. Ooh, I love Whoopi. Thank you, Whoopi. I saw Ghost in the theater when I was a wee lass with my mom, and I loved Whoopi Goldberg in it. But she was so funny. And I also watched Star Trek Next Generation with my dad when I was a kid. So those Mm -hmm. were the two places she really got me. And if you want her to get you now, you should watch (laughs) her on The View because she's fucking awesome on that show. She's like, the ultimate voice of reason, the ultimate MC, like such a skilled interviewer. Like, while I do think there are valid critiques to the view, I also think a lot of the jokes made in the public eye about the view are rooted in misogyny, mm-hmm. especially now that I've been watching for several years. I'm like, oh, they people, because I feel like people joke about the view like it's bad in like it's just well known to be bad, like Nickelback or something. And I really believe that was rooted in the fact that it was just a bunch of women, a diverse cast of women from all different walks of life talking about real life issues and sharing their opinions. And I think that has was the target of ridicule because of patriarchy. Yeah. Well, it's also I think a lot of the shows that were in those time slots were for people who were at home and who are a lot of the people who are at home are the primary caretakers of children which tend to be women a lot of the time. And so a lot of those shows were ridiculed because like the soap operas and all that stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's like daytime, primetime programming for women. Like my mom watched The View when I was growing up and that's how I think I was even aware of it and probably only watched it if I was like homesick from school or something. But Rosie O'Donnell was also on there for a long time and I I fucking love love her too. So anyway, yeah, I just wanted to say that because I think even today people make fun of The View and I think it's just a weird patriarchal trickle-down thing that I wanted to say something about. Yeah, You're here. Fuck the patriarchy. (laughs) Watch The View. Fuck the patriarchy. (laughs) (laughs) That's our next next goddamn t-shirt. Not really. (laughs) (laughs) Kayla, that was amazing. Yeah, thank you so much, Kayla. For bringing us this great stoner of the week. Sad Grace isn't here to give us her thoughts, but we'll see her next week. So, well, come on down to Stoner Wait a second. Oh, this sounds mm-hmm. like you're trying to end the episode, Stephanie. <laughs> I am. <laughs> well, hold your horses because Phoebe's got something to say. That's right. I'm stepping up on the soapbox. It's time for... 60-second bong box. 60-second bong box. Here I am. I got my bong. All right. I got my timer ready. Great. So I will hit it. I will say the topic. No, I will press play. I will hit it and I'll say the topic, right? Yes, correct. Play. We'll call it play. All right. I'm playing the clock. Doesn't seem right. All right, my topic right now is goddamn streaming services because every single one of my streaming services went up like three to five dollars over this new year. And I already have 10. 
no joke, I think. Now, some of those are pretty cheap. Here is my thing. I am a big content wanter. I like to watch (laughs) things. I like crap. I like to be entertained. I am fine spending some of my money on that. But it is really annoying when all of these, there's just 10, there's more and more services. Is there's just too many shows for me to even have time to watch. But then I decide I need to own all of the streaming services. And then I get really mad when the bills go up. And it seems like a pretty self-destructive cycle. That's my minute. Oh, yeah. I what did I read somewhere? Someone was like, I think streaming services forgot that the only reason people use them is they're slightly easier to use than getting them through illegal downloading. And when they raise the prices, this where it's more expensive than even cable television now to have all the streaming services, you're just going to force people back into the Napster days and we're just going to get all our shit illegally. Well, and I, it makes me want to give out my login info to anyone I know because I'm just like, well, it doesn't save me money. I'm like, yeah, I might as well be paying for all my friends to watch this stuff then. And they're starting to crack down on that on too, that which too. is mm-hmm. so annoying. They're so greedy. And like the the SAG-AFTRA strikes, the Writers Guild strikes just yep. brought to light how fucking greedy. It's worse than you could have ever imagined how disgustingly greedy these companies are that run that are running these streaming services so i feel like it, because they had oh, like, I don't know, like half a year where no one was producing anything for them i think now we're just paying the price fuck patriarchy fuck capitalism all right yeah, so you can end the episode now stephanie thank you for letting me get that off my chest <laughs> okay and also if anyone out there would like my login information Hit me up in my DMs. <laughs> She's got everything got you could all. ever imagine. <laughs> okay, great. Well, you know what? I had a great time on this episode. Thanks, Kayla, for the whoopee knowledge and <laughs> fuck capitalism. But no, what you don't want to fuck is... <laughs> wait. <laughs> Hold on. We rewind. No, you don't want to fuck. <laughs> you know what you don't want to fuck? us on spotify or apple so rate us five stars there (laughs) and it would really help us and if you wrote us a little review on apple we will read it so (laughs) check that out if you have a couple extra minutes we have lots of information on our website stonerchickspodcast.com you can find out about upcoming shows like our 418 show at the here and after so check it out over there. <laughs> Sign up for our email list. You can buy merch. We got crazy hats. There's this crazy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. We just had really over the top obnoxious hats. <laughs> There's crazy. just nuts over there. So stonerchickspodcast.com. If you want more of the this which I'm sure you do, <laughs> patreon.com slash stonerchicks. There is a ton more content like this. If not, I would say even better. So check us out over there. There's different monthly levels. We have a monthly Zoom sesh. You can come and talk to us, which also I think is better than a free meal at Applebee's. So <laughs> I don't know about that. I love bubble baps. Whoa. We also do a bunch of stuff over there so check it out that's patreon.com slash stoner chicks and hey phoebe what do stoner chicks always say Mm, they keep trying 
those ladies, but Whoopi is straight. <laughs> oh, I feel bad <laughs> about all the speculation about Whoopi being straight. Well, it just means a bunch of ladies want to love her. <laughs> Myself included. All right. Yeah. Bye, Stoner. Smoke your weed. Smoke your weed. Smoke your weed. Stoner Chicks podcast is hosted by me, Grace Penzel, Stephanie Thompson, Kayla Teal, and Phoebe Richards. The show is edited by German at Your Podcast Editor, and the theme music is composed by Jessica Damari. Email us your high thoughts at stonerchickspodcast at gmail.com or send us snail mail at P.O. Box 80586, Seattle, Washington, 98108. Please follow us on social media at Stoner Chicks Podcast on Instagram or Broccoli Broads on TikTok.